Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Agatsu Physical Culture Podcast. I am Sean Mosen and my very, very special guest. I'm super psyched about this. Everyone, you're going to freaking love this. Sean Patrick Flannery, not only amazing actor, badass martial artist, and the star of the new martial arts hit, Born a Champion. Not only did this guy star in it, but also wrote it. And Sean, normally at this point, I do the big thank you for coming on. But even before I do the big thank you for coming on and you know taking time out of your day to join me here and talk, I wanna say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for getting this movie made. Thank you for writing this movie. I can only imagine the tremendous effort this must have taken, but as a martial artist and as somebody who loves jujitsu, man, this thing blew me away. I, I, you know, I say it all the time, but uh, I appreciate it, man. It's, uh, you know, you, you, you go into the film business and, you know, you have a, a certain cross section of people that you want to impress. Um, you, you, you guys are the cross section that I wanted to impress, man. I've been doing this for 30 years, and uh, I'll tell you, the, the, the approval of my peer group, which you are included, is, is I'm not overstating it when I say to me, it's more important than the Academy Awards. I mean, I, this, is a, this was a passion project for me, so I, I, I got to tell you, it's like every time I go to Instagram and I, I, I look up, I, I see that my inbox is filled with, uh, you know, martial artists, you know, conveying the same thing. Yeah. Man, it took, it, it, it honestly tickles the shit out of me, man. And, and I, and I, I didn't know that, you know, going in, I, I, you know, this, this, uh, version of the movie, this, this style of jujitsu that I portrayed in, in the current climate, I didn't know if, you know, a, a, a lot of guys would go, okay, well, that was, you know, it didn't really even look like anything. I didn't know. I didn't know. So well, I, I let mean, me, to, let to, me to tell you it. first, the reason I even watch it, because I'll be honest with you, I've been training since I'm seven and, you know, like you, you started around nine, right? I, I've trained a lot of different martial arts. I love martial arts, but I can't watch a lot of martial art movies because they're either so like poorly made fight scenes, so cheesy that it's, it's hard to kind of get excited, you know, it's because it's so unrealistic. Um, or they're just really bad movies. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, I don't get excited yeah. by a lot of martial art movies. And, you know, uh, I know we have a mutual friend, Henry Akins, and he's my, he's my buddy, he's my jujitsu teacher. He made a post and he said, everybody, you got to watch this movie. So it got my attention because Henry was saying it. And he said, also, Sean is a straight up badass old school jujitsu guy. So I looked at my girlfriend, Sarah, I said, uh, I looked at her, I'm like, hey, there's this movie, you wanna watch this movie? Henry says it's good. And she's like, well, let's see the trailer. We put the trailer on, we're looking at renting it. It's like, she's like six bucks. I'm like, yeah, she goes, I'm in for three. I was like, okay, whatever, you know? <laughs> and I'm, I gotta be honest with you, man. I'm like, I'm like, okay, cool. Worst case scenario, you know, we, we split this movie and uh, it isn't that good. We put it on. I'm not, I don't want to give things away, but the first fight scene, you know, in the, in the uh, parking lot, right? First fight scene hits. As soon as it ends, because I can't turn my head until it's over. As soon as it ends, I turn my head. I look at her. She looks at me like this because she also does jujitsu. And I go, oh, fuck, this is going to be good. And we, we were like, I was freaking out. I'm like, I told her, I go right then. I go, you know what? If the movie ends right now, if that's it, I, that, that was worth it right there. Just to see that done that way and honestly i can appreciate that 
man, that took balls for you not to, to film it with flying arm bars and, and, you know, like, look, man, I love John Wick. I love those movies. I love how they, they managed to stylize some cool, solid basics with some wild stuff, right? But the fact that you took the chance to show real old school fighting Brazilian jiu-jitsu on film, um, that's huge. That's huge. Even if most people don't realize what you did, it's huge. And I think it's well, going to I, I appreciate it. Fiends read like fights. They read like fights, you know? And well, you know, I, unfortunately, I, I've been in, you know, my fair share. And, and none of them involved a flying omoplata. Not a single one involved a barambolo, you know, and I, I wanted it to be, you know, true and authentic. And also, you know, the type of jujitsu that I fell in love with, you know, uh, uh, and, and, and look, I, I, I know, you know, g getting people to watch it is a difficult task because, look, truth be told, I, I've done a lot of shitty movies in my career, man. You know, that's just the, 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 the metrics, you know, I, I, you, you look at my IMDb page, that's a for people that don't know the film yeah. industry, that's a website that lists everything that anybody's ever done. I think there's like 200 projects, man. Right. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not kidding when I tell you there's probably five that, that I hope the world has seen and, and, and that at the end of the day, I'm truly, truly proud of. There's so many variables that go into making a movie. You know, it, it, oh, it, yeah. it's not that, you know, you set out to look for garbage films, but so many wrong decisions along the way can be made they end up ruining a film. So, so I get it, man. I, I, I've done some films that didn't, didn't make sense or some that, are, that have a lot of eye rolls in it. So, right. But this is the first one that I've ever made, you know, and uh, it took a long time to, to, to get that permission granted, you know, from right. the industry and, 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 and to raise the, the, the finances to do it. Um, so, I'm, you know, it is a little bit of a hurdle to get, you know, people to, 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 to take a chance on this actually being worthwhile. But I'm, I'm glad you did, brother. I'm glad you did. I'm glad oh, you, no, I'm you glad gave I it a shot. It. I, I, you know, I think actually the movie ended and I found you on Instagram, sent you a message right away. Like that, just like you said, your inbox was full because I think it's so compelling for martial artists. But I also think like people that maybe aren't into martial arts, but they're kind of like curious about self-defense. I have uh, recently, because of COVID restrictions, I can't teach at my gym. And this has been going on now for over a year. So I'm going nuts. I, I can't train properly. I can't teach. So I started kind of for fun. My girlfriend told me, you know, I was making jokes around the house and doing some like cornball thing with, you know, with jujitsu. And she said, yeah, you should put that up on TikTok. And I was like, yeah, really? And she goes, yeah, why don't you just do it? It's funny. And she's like, it's a real move. Do a real move, but be funny. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. So I did it. And in five weeks, I got 200,000 followers. And basically what i tried to do was i tried to show old school basic jujitsu but yeah it's like an over-the-top ridiculous presentation with me yelling and cursing and acting like a lunatic but i'm trying to get people excited and the people there a lot of them aren't martial artists but they got excited about self-defense i mentioned your movie in a few lives people the next day when i was live came back and said hey i got that movie and i'm like oh you you watched the movie they were like that was freaking amazing i'm gonna go do jujitsu that was the thing that kind of is like pushing them over the edge. They got like my little promos kind of like, they were like, Oh, maybe I could do that stuff. And then when they watched the movie, they got so pumped. So I really think it could be one of those movies that just sparks like a whole generation to go train something. 
because it's that it's that exciting. And you know what? The story you put together, and I can feel the timing when you started when you wrote that because obviously you started jujitsu when around like 1999 2000. Yep. Okay. And so one of the things, and I think well, it's it's cool to talk about it is a lot of people that are coming into jujitsu and MMA and all these things now a lot of them don't know about the late 90s, early, you know, 2000. They, they really yeah. don't know. And it's sad in a lot of ways. But you captured, and I think because you wrote it around, what, was, uh, was it 2012 that you were doing your writing? I, I wrote this in 2007. Okay, 2007. So you already had, you were, you were years into jujitsu, you had the experience, and you had seen so much of what was going on in the Wild West days of jujitsu that you could write it as only a person living in it with those characters could have written it. And that comes off and you captured a moment in um, No Holds Barred history, which is before it was MMA, right? Um, you captured a moment in No Holds Barred history that, that I think people are kind of forgetting. They're not seeing now yeah. because, you know, we're in the time with the gloves and the governing bodies and the sanctioning and, you know, a lot of people that I know that that I meet and let's say they, they're training jujitsu somewhere else, maybe not with me, but they're they're training jujitsu. And I'm like, hey, have you seen like Hicks and Gracie choke? And they go, who's he? And I go, oh, OK, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah, no problem. But uh, listen, before we have our next conversation ever, please go watch that, you know, and then yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, it's good. And I'm like, yeah, please. You're a blue belt. Please watch that. And then, yeah. uh, you know. And then there's also people that they, they really don't know that era and you captured it so well. Um, did you, did you really want to make it like that particular time? Like, was it important to you to capture that particular time and not make it like a, Oh, it's a MMA thing happening now. Cause you did want to tell it, I guess, kind of documentary style. Well, well, my, my love for the martial art and the, the type of love that I have dictates the way that I train to this day, you know, the, 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 the metaphorically, the woman that I fell in love with is the woman that still sleeps in my bed. Um, that martial art is the martial art that's on my mat today. Quite honestly, I don't give a shit what they're training at every academy down the street. I'm training with the martial art that I fell in love with. And unfortunately, now there is a huge chasm of understanding that separates the contemporary way it's taught today and the way that I teach and the way that I was taught Mm -hmm. when I first found it. So yeah. that love affair stays true. I'm not flipping for the next shiny object. And I wanted to write that story about that lover of mine, mm -hmm. not the new 20 year old that walks in the door. I want to go, nope, 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 nope. That's the one that I'm in love with. And maybe and she's got some miles right now, but I'm not <laughs> leaving that one. What martial arts did you do before you discovered Brazilian Jiu Jitsu? Um, uh, I, I, I can't add words to make this more nonsensical, but it was a made up martial art. It was like Tang. It wasn't Tang Sudo, but it was like Tang something next to a Piggly Wiggly. Okay. Um, and, that, and that was back whenever we all thought everything was karate. I started that and it was a full McDojo. I could tell you long stories about that. Uh, my granddaddy, his name was Jimmy Dean and my granddaddy called him Sensei Sausage. Um, <laughs> And so I got, I got a, a, a litany of stories about uh, Sensei Sausage, but uh, I started that there. And then I got into Shotokan, Gojiru, and yep. then I found Taekwondo. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I kept with Taekwondo. Uh, so the, the vast majority of my life has been striking. Right. And I, I, I also found Muay Thai and uh, wrestling and 
and judo, but I never really went to completion until, uh, you know, uh, Hickson came into Jerry Banks and the Palisades and started putting mats down on hardwood floors. So was I he needing that space uh, to, to do some classes to start teaching? Yeah, he, he had uh, closed down his Pico Academy. Yeah. And he was building out the Barrington Academy. And this was like 2099. Right. I, I wish I'd written down. I, I don't know the exact date. Maybe Henry. It was either 99. To, it was like, I think it was 99. Might have been early 2000. Right. Uh, somewhere around there. Um, and, uh, and, it's, and, and, and one of the reasons is because I didn't seek it out. I didn't write it in my journal. I'm going to do this. Right. Came in, they started putting mats down and I saw the patch and it said, uh, again, I had no idea. It said what I thought was Rickson, some <laughs> American dude named Rickson yeah. that partnered with somebody named Gracie. Mm. And I thought, whoa, are you, are you guys affiliated with Hoist Gracie? Right. And he goes, yeah, you know, he's my brother. I was <laughs> like, what? When you hit you the know? accent like that, you can tell how long you've been doing jujitsu, by the way. Because any, anyone who hits the, hey, man, you know, you're going to do the sweep. Put your feet there. Grab him. Make the choke. That right away is the giveaway. It's like, you, you know, yeah. the guy's got mileage, you know? So he invited you to, to like, try out the class? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Adriana was behind the desk. Um, um, who Everybody from the academy know, remembers that era. And, uh, you know, he threw me a gi. He said, put the gi on tonight you train. I thought, oh, you know, I've never done jujitsu. Is that, is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put the gi on and little do we know, you know, I didn't know how classes were conducted, but we did basically a warm up. Mm -hmm. And then we sparred. Yeah. And I, I remember leaving there going, I love this, but how am I going to learn it if that's how we do the class? Right. Because we did a warm up and then we clapped hands and went. And I picked... You know, Henry, who we just spoke about, his little brother, Matt Akins, who's still a very dear friend of mine today. And I picked him only because I've heard so many mystical stories about this martial art. I've heard that it has a superpower. And yeah. I, was, I was doing triathlons at the time. I, I competed on the national level at a number of sports since I was a child. Went to the Junior Olympics in track. Um, so I picked Matt Akins because I've always been 165, 170 my whole life, my whole adult life. And I picked Matt because he had the first colored belt. I knew it went white, blue, purple, brown, black. I knew he had a blue belt and he was 135 pounds soaking wet. So yeah. I thought if, if, if this has some magic, the first colored belt, he ought to be able to give me a little bit of trouble. But I honestly thought, honestly, yeah. I thought I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what he does, but I have his strength enough to defend anything that he's got. But I'll, I'll, that'll let me accurately assess this martial art. Yeah. We, we know how the story ends. I mean, oh, he I collar know. choked me. He rear naked choked me. He took my back. He mounted me. He shoulder locked me. He camorred me. He almost plotted me. He ankle locked me, knee barred me, heel hooked me. And there wasn't a fucking thing that I could do about it. Nothing. Mm -hmm. This went on over and over again. And in every martial art, you walk into any Taekwondo Academy and spar with a yellow belt. Yeah. You, I, I can't tell you who's going to win. Right. I, I, I can't tell you at all. As a matter of fact, the yellow belt's probably going to get destroyed by somebody that's just using instincts. Because when you right. learn a new striking art, those things counterintuitive. It takes a while to develop yep. those skills. I've never been destroyed by a first colored belt in any martial art. Well, especially back then, a blue belt in jujitsu was, for lack of a better word, a bad motherfucker because- Yeah, it, you know, he wrecked me. He completely yeah. comprehensively destroyed me. Yeah. Utterly, and, and it was repeatable. And you know, there's two types of people I always tell, say in the world. There's the type of person that said, well, you know, on the street, 
I would groin shot, eye gouge. Yeah. And then there's a type of person that's like, no, if I met Matt Akins in a dark alley and he wanted everything I had on me, that dude was leaving with it. And that's yeah. the truth. And it takes a, it, it, it takes a, 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 your ability to remove the ego, to look in the mirror and say, yes, that dude would own me. Yeah. But that's what I did. I, I said, man, what do I need to exchange right. to have that power over another mortal? Yeah. And, and I signed up that day for two classes a week. And that lasted one class. And I changed it to unlimited. And that's I basically awesome. camped out at the Hicks and Gracie Academy. Henry will tell you, I was there. I'm not kidding. Yeah. When I tell you I was there six days a week, multiple classes, six days a week. I, I you know, it was the wild, wild west. I, I did, I, I, you know, they had the, the challenge matches. I remember one time I did the, the 12 o'clock noon class. I stayed for an hour open mat. And then I did an hour private. And I'm changing clothes. And then I look out and I see Adriana talking to a guy behind the desk. She sticks her head out. She goes, oh, Mario. So Mario went to talk to her, who I was doing my privates with. I come back out in my Adidas sweatpants, my tank top. And he goes, Sean, put the geek. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. I think I was a blue belt at the time. And I went, I put my gi back on and I had to go with this guy. I'm thinking, I'm, thinking, I'm, I'm a paying customer, brother. <laughs> Not now, and, you're a representative. Yeah, but, but to, to be honest, there's nothing macho about this. To be honest, I was scared shitless. Now, I was not scared at all of getting yeah. hurt. I wasn't scared at all. I was scared of being the first dude ever that yeah. lost to a motherfucker. And yeah. I was at Hicks and Gracie's Academy. Yeah. I thought, brother, don't put this weight on me. Holy yeah. shit. Like, what, 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 what if he catches me? I, I, yeah. You know, but those are the wild, wild west days. And I, I mean, I, I, I'm talking, you're talking five hours a day, yeah. six days a week. That's the thing, I think, which is a bit sad to me that, look, people don't realize the Herculean effort and what people sacrificed you know, like now you can find Brazilian jiu-jitsu schools all over the place, right? And that's a great thing. I'm not saying it's bad. But, you know, back in the day when I started, there were no Brazilian jiu-jitsu schools in Canada. We, I had to go and travel to the States, you know, as, as soon as guys started coming over, they would first give where, where are you? Where are you in Canada? I'm in Montreal. So, you know. Oh, I was going to yeah. say, because you're talking to me. I'm in Toronto right now. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. I thought you were out in California. That's why you said Eastern uh, yeah. That's that's I look, this is I'm not I'm not a hipster. This is not for fashion. For whatever <laughs> reason, I, I'm next to the window and yeah. the, it's it's the only place I can get internet and it's fucking cold. That's yeah, why I'm no, but man, listen, I'm in I'm in Montreal, but back in the day we had to go to the States, right, to train. And yeah. in fact, when I very first started, I'd been training martial arts, but I recognized when I like I'm like, I gotta try and learn this Brazilian jiu-jitsu stuff, right? Because I've been doing martial arts my whole life, but I knew if I ever fought one of these guys, I get my ass kicked. I knew it. So what remember the VHS tapes? There was only one set that was out. So the one set, a bunch of guys here, and it was so expensive. None Are you of talking us talking about the cook yeah none of us yeah. could afford anything but yeah. like right so we all like five or six guys we chipped in we bought the vhs tapes we would watch a tape and then there was nowhere to train we would book time on a squash court right and one guy would stand by the little uh like hole the window so nobody could see what we were doing he would block the window and we would beat the shit out of each other on the squash court <laughs> trying, and i mean throwing each other no mats nothing trying to do yeah. what we thought we saw on the videos, right? And one day I was online, I saw a, a, a basic one page ad, a Kung Fu teacher wanted to know if what he was teaching would work in a fight. So he wanted to have a fight. And I wanted to know if I was starting to understand Gracie Jiu Jitsu because I, I didn't have a proper teacher. 
So I answered his ad, went to his house, and it wasn't a macho thing either. I was shitting in my pants. His girlfriend made us lemonade. We sat in the the backyard and had lemonade, talked about martial arts. When we finished the lemonade, he said, are you ready? And I said, yeah. And in my head, I was thinking, I don't fucking know. That's why I'm here. And then I went down in the garden. He kung fu'd up. I put my hands up and I tell you, when I saw the scene, I, again, I don't want to give anything away, but there's a scene with you fighting a guy. It's, it's like a challenge match and you go to close the door and clear out the students and, you know, and it was, it, that scene was the scene in the garden where I had my hands up, I threw the kick. And again, it's not a beautiful kick. It's not a kick like I, I was taught in striking arts. It's a kick to close the distance. I closed the distance, I shot on, I grabbed him, I got him down, I mounted him. He went for my balls because back then guys were all saying, oh, if you mount me, I grab your balls. I do this, I do that. Two slaps, rolled over, boom, tried to tuck his head, pick him up, you know, choke. He, I got, I, we got up, he was very polite. He says, can we try that again? I said, yes, of course, because he thought it was an accident. Like if he could just, yeah. you know, catch me coming in. We went again, finished, exact same thing, like identical. He shook my hand. He said, thank you very much. I said, thank you. My pleasure. I went home. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, it seems like this is the right thing to do. I need to get a teacher to, to help me. And um, this guy, years later, this is the best part of the story. Years later, where I'm back at jujitsu, I'm training. My girlfriend's training. We were training at this other uh, club, this other group I was with before uh, I, I moved over to be under Henry. Um, there was a belt ceremony. She's like, oh, we should go. I'm like, yeah, I've never seen one. We didn't have those back in the day. A bunch of old black belts were there back from my day when I started. This guy walks up to me, gives me a big hug, and he tells me, thanks, my brother. It's nice to see you. I said, oh, it's great to see you, too. I look at her, and I say, that's uh, lemonade in the backyard. She's like, what? That story's true? I'm like, it's all true. It's just crazy, but it's all true. And that's what those days were like. I mean, even Hoist, I don't think people appreciate like, do you understand? Like Hoist went in and fought several guys in a night with like almost no rules, barefisted to prove how good this shit is. And like, you know, it's so many years later, people, I think, take that for granted. You know, they take for granted, like, man, you were just (laughs) there for a workout and went and fought a guy just so that people could understand jujitsu works. That's a crazy thing. Yeah, you know, and back then, you know, the Brazilians had no idea the litigious nature of L.A., they no. no, I mean, when, when you see how they were operating an academy, you're like, yeah. holy shit. I don't even know if I signed a waiver. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some dude came in. I did an hour class, an hour of open mat and an hour private. And now yeah. I'm wringing wet, completely dehydrated. Like, Sean, put the game. Yeah, go fight. <laughs> I'm like, what, what, what the, what, what's, what's happening here, man? It's, yeah. it's just true, truly the wild west, man. It's but I'm, um, um you know, I, I'm grateful for coming up in that era. You know, I, I tell people all the time, it's like, you know, one of the one, one of the, the best things that I can give my students is the ability to not be broken, the mm-hmm. ability to find comfort in discomfort. And you know what it came from? It came from Henry not letting me out of the mouth. I mean, Henry would not let you tap out of the mouth. And he'd yeah. be like, what? He's like, you're not tapping to that. You know, I'm thinking I'm covering up, I'm covering up and you know, back then it was, I'm a white belt. So I didn't really know how to defend your face with your hips. So I'm covering up and I'm, right. and I, you know, smothering. I can't get a lung full and I tap. He's like, man, there's, there's nothing there. And he wouldn't, he would not let you out of the mouth. Yeah. And it forced you out of necessity to find a way to not get hit 
and to execute a technically efficient escape mm-hmm. it, it, it employing mechanical advantage while under duress. Yeah. There is no like, oh, we're comfortable. We can talk the whole time. Let me get my frame in. Pl-. No, uh, it's a very different type of escape whenever you have to go through that long tunnel without seeing light at the end. And on the day, they don't see I that. hated it. It, yeah. it, it. it mortified me. But I am so glad that I went through that tunnel, man. Yeah. So glad. And, you know, a lot of martial arts, I mean, I can't tell you, I put up a video with just like, you know, 60 seconds again, fun demo, making jokes. Sarah, you know, you know, like uh, I was mounted on her. She's basically catching an arm, trapping it and bumping and bridging. Right. But I, I emphasize that your elbows are down, not not up protecting your face because you, you're going to use your hips. I cannot yeah. tell you the shit I ate for that video. And the people emailing me and messaging me, you bastard, you idiot, you have no, this is, you have no business teaching anyone anything. This is how people are going to get hurt. This is not women. One guy, you know, you can do a duet in TikTok. One guy duetted five of my videos screaming at the camera after about how stupid I am and how dangerous this is. And I, I get it because I understand what it is to be ignorant. You know, I had trained for a long time and I was ignorant. I maybe was never arrogant enough to do what these people do. But, you know, everybody's ignorant about something or many things. But it's unbelievable to me, even some people that are training in jujitsu nowadays, they don't know they're seeing jujitsu. One guy literally wrote on my videos, this is all bullshit. You would be better off learning Brazilian jujitsu. Yeah, well, you know, (laughs) know, at the end of the day, you don't know what you don't know. And yeah. the, 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 my, my best analogy is the, the way that it has evolved. It's just right. like if, if you went to a, a suburban neighborhood in 1950 yeah. and, they, and you showed them a video of 2021 Ibiza, a party, yeah. uh, it, it, they would think they were looking at Sodom and Gomorrah. There's <laughs> yeah. no way they would believe that that is anything on the earth. Right. Same thing. If, if you, if you, I remember the first tournaments I went to. I remember Claber's uh, uh, first Copa Pacifica. I want to say it was again like '99 or something. If you, if I told somebody, "Hey, in the future, Brazilian jiu-jitsu matches are going to start where both people drop to their butt and start reverse <laughs> hip escaping into each other and trying to get each other in half guard," they would laugh me out of the building. Yeah. They would truly go, "You're out of your fucking mind. That'll never. What, what, what are you? What are you on crack?" Yeah. And now look where we are. You know, we're at a very different place where, where, you know, like I said, everybody has their own mission statement of why they want to start training. And certainly people are going to game the system depending on the rule set. Well, IBJJF now has created people developing g- games that mm-hmm. game that rule set. They're yeah. specialists and there's nothing wrong with that. If your mission statement is I want to win IBJJF medals, I tell you, my, my martial art is not the one to train. Mm-hmm. Because I'll tell you, if you're on the bottom and you're looking to sweep somebody, if you take blunt force trauma into consideration, I'm reducing the amount of leverage that I can apply to Kazushi to upsetting my training partner's balance. Yep. If I neglect blunt force trauma, man, I can throw four limbs on it. I can more severely tip you off base. Yeah. But it depends yeah you can start playing deep half guard and you can start oh, playing all these games. But, but if, if, you, if, if you have some real world applicability, if that's your desire... Your game is going to go from here down to here. Yes. And you have a finite amount of things that work while protecting yourself and your vital organs. There, there, there's not 
there's not a myriad of like 75,000 different ways and techniques. And you also got to look at it this, <clears throat> even if you neglect the fact that, you know, some sporting techniques have higher leverage than say fighting techniques because striking is illegal. So let's right. not even, con let's not even look at striking. Even if you look at it this way, the, the, the amount of techniques, say, say a sweep from, from open guard, yeah. The amount of techniques that are available, if you neglect blunt force trauma, is probably increased by a factor of 10. So if you learn all of those, mm -hmm. how efficient are you going to get at those 100 sweeps? Because we have a finite amount of time. And right. how do I invest in a martial art? With my time. I'll give an example. One of the reasons that, that I'm such a believer in old school guys like Henry coming up through the ranks, this dude will scissor sweep your ass. The first sweep you learn in jujitsu, yeah. he will scissor sweep you because he spent, he's been training, what, 25 years now? He yeah. spent 25 years mastering the scissor sweep as yeah. opposed to spending 25 years d divided up over 100 different sweeps. It's yes. like, the, you know, people forget the, the Bruce Lee quote that got them started in martial arts. I'm not afraid yep. of the guy that knows 10,000 kicks. I'm afraid of the guy that knows one kick, but he's practiced it 10,000 times. Yes. That's your Henry Akins right there, brother. And that's yeah. what I model my game after. I don't have 78,000 versions of sweeps. Uh -huh. I have a handful that I know top to fucking bottom. I like to say, thanks to Henry, I have very boring jujitsu. Myself. Yeah. And, yeah. but I, and I'll be honest, because I, I, before I met Henry, I, I trained for a long time and I trained with really great guys. No, nothing uh, taking away a lot of very famous guys, a lot of amazing guys. I went and sought them out. I traveled a lot for work. So I got to train with amazing people. And, uh, you know, I was with, a, you know, a group for a long time. And um, I, I got curious about Henry. I saw a video. He, he released, he had some like video series. And, you know, the, I heard the whole marketing Hicks and Gracie Black Belt and Hickson at that time didn't have any videos out. So I was like, man, I checked this out. It's like 47 bucks, whatever, you know, if it's no good, you know, it's like I had a bad meal. So I watched the video. Henry said a bunch of stuff in it that was completely the opposite of what I was taught. So I thought, quite frankly, and I told him when I met him, I thought, I thought what an idiot. <laughs> this guy doesn't know any jujitsu. How did he train with Hickson? And then I was like, well, okay, look, I bought this crap. I might as well try it, right? So it was so like, you know, it was a few different things. I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch these two videos, really try and nail the technique. I'll go in and roll. Rolling with some black belts. I catch the first black belt with um, Americana from the Mount. Black belt, Americana from the Mount, you know? Yeah. You go, you go up the sternum with the Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. I'd never seen it, right? Because, because you, you probably learned it like this. Everybody yeah. taught me that. And I'm at 5'6", at 5'6", I can do that to guys that are small and have never trained, right? So yeah. as, soon as, I, as, as soon as I caught him, the guy tapped and then he, he paused and looked at me. And I said, I'm sorry, are you okay? And he goes... No, no, I'm fine. What the fuck did you just do? Because I don't even remember the last time anybody submitted me like that. And the next Day guy, one. yeah, Day the one. next black belt I caught, cross collar choke from the guard. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I get home, I immediately, I tell my girlfriend, I go, uh, I'm going to send this guy, Henry, a, an email. We have to fly out to California right away. And she's like, what? And I'm like, if he's right about this shit, I might be wrong about everything. So he's like, we got to get on yeah. a plane. I sent him an email. And I'm like, hey, can I? He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, come down. He's like, do the class too. I went and did his class. We do a private. We finish. I was just sitting there staring at him. And I'm like, Henry, how do I not know this? And he, he just smiled and looked at me and he goes, you know, a couple generations doing this. Another guy goes off, starts yeah. his own thing. A couple generations doing this. Because before you know it, 
not too many people know this. And I was like, shit, man. Like, this is, this is what we have. I, I like, like you, I, I want to work and I want people that watch this and watch my stuff. Um, I want them to know that there's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu that's really this beautiful thing that can be used for self-development, you know, self-awareness and self-defense, you know, and people that want all kinds of different things out of martial arts, they can get it. There are those flavors, like you said, you know, if you want to be a Mundial champion, man, there's nothing wrong with that. And you can game the system the way you want to do it and do what you need to win. But for me, and, and that's why I think getting back to your movie, what got me so psyched was it really is a love letter to jujitsu. It's a love letter to how martial arts can impact and you know benefit your life. Apart from the fighting side, we're talking about self-defense, but just all the great things you get from martial arts. You know, even if you never were in a fight in your life, all those amazing things, like you say, learning to be uncomfortable uh, in an uncomfortable situation, learning to get through a tough time and stay calm and find that space that moment where even though you're under a lot of pressure, you're like, I'm good, I'm safe, I'm going to get through it, you know, and that's what jujitsu teaches you. So I want to make sure that that jujitsu is around for people. And I think part of it staying around is we have these conversations and make people aware and your movie captures that moment in that kind of jujitsu. And uh, I hope that even lay people when they see it, they're like, whoa, what's that? And people that are doing jujitsu look at it and go, holy shit, that's a, that's a different kind of jujitsu. What's this? You know, and get excited. And I think they will. I think they're going to get super, super excited watching it because you told the story so beautifully. And everyone is so good in that movie, even your kids. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. One of, one of the, the joys and light of my life, man, is uh, a lot of people don't know, but the two boys that played uh, the main character's son, those yep. are my boys. And they've been training jujitsu uh, since diapers. You know, it's funny. I always, I always tell, uh, you know, my, my, my other friends, my boys, my, my oldest boy, they, they're both wrestlers too. Mm -hmm. um, uh, my, my oldest is the Texas state champion. And my youngest, who's six, just won his first nationals. Um, he's, he, if, 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 if I wasn't in Canada, we'd go to the, we'd go to States and he'd probably have a shot at winning that. Uh, neither one of them have any concept of the fact that, uh, there, there are competitors that would sit on their butt. Mm. That, 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 that's uh, anathema to their values. That, 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 if, 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 if we ever watched footage, they would ask me what, what why that guy fall down? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? They, 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 like all they know is old school fighting jujitsu and yeah. uh, crazy enough. Uh, you know, we, uh, we, you know, I, I, I've never uh, forced or requested my kids do jujitsu tournaments. They did their first tournament about uh, eight months ago and uh, they both won their division. Um, and uh, Charlie, my oldest had three matches. All of his takedowns were clinch, body lock to the mount, to the gift wrap, to mm. belly down rear naked chokes, all three of them. Beautiful. Um, it's uh, so, you know, it's, uh, it, 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 it's, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that, uh, you know, you're, 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 if, if you, if you turn the lights out, you just shoot a silhouette, yeah. You know, you, you should be able to tell, and I know I can, and you've been training long enough that you can probably tell where that guy's lineage is. Yeah. Because there are sick, there are very distinct signatures on yeah. every style and approach and philosophical concept understanding to jujitsu. Mm -hmm. And uh, my, my, my boys, all they know is one type of jujitsu. All yeah. they know. That's all they know. 
Yeah. No, that's that's awesome. And it, I mean, it's such a I get people writing me and they're like, you know, is this good for kids? What age should they start? And I, I'm, I try to tell them like there's two main things that a lot of people ask. One, I say, yes, absolutely. For kids, this is a great thing. Um, you know, my, both my kids train, uh, they train jujitsu. I never forced forced them into it. Uh, it was a thing, you know, I made available and then they started doing it. At first, I took them somewhere else so they could train with a, a teacher outside away from me. So it wasn't me. And then uh, I started teaching them and, you know, I teach them to bar and you know and again we do it like fun it's it's play right and yep. uh, I tried to explain one day I explained to my uh, daughter because she was like how come you're so into all this fighting stuff you know and I told her I said you know I've gotten so much in my life from from martial arts and I said also look even plants have ways to defend themselves you know um, yep. for a human being not to be able to do anything he said it's just wrong you know and uh, I told a, her a fight whether you're looking for it or not a fight is going to find you you yeah. will either be prepared or not but that will change the trajectory of your life, certainly in, mm -hmm. in, in a child's life. That yeah. will change the arc of where they go. If yeah. you have an answer for that monumental question, especially mm -hmm. if it's in front of 50 of your peers in a lunchroom, if yeah. you have an answer and you react calmly and fully in control, suddenly yeah. people, people look at you. You have a, How you react to that first fight is going to separate the two looks you get the next day. They're either going to be looks like this <laughs> yeah. or they're going to be looks like this, like, Hey, yeah. good to see you today, man. Yeah. And that'll change the course of your life, man. And you know, also, like, I'm sure you've seen it with your kids, like, um, you know, especially jujitsu training can do really cool things. If you're kind of shy and, you know, you're not a very confident kid, it can build you up. If you're a little bit too used to winning and not dealing well with losing, it can straighten you right out. Because my boy was, you know, was quite athletic, uh, especially, when, you know, as a little kid. And he was used to winning. He would just win at, at things. And when he didn't win for a little while, he had a, a, a really hard time with that. And then when he started jujitsu, he started to see like, oh, I'm not going to win every time. And it yeah. really rather shockingly quickly straightened him out. And he was like, okay, because before he was really a nightmare to be around if he lost. But no, jujitsu just straightened it out. And I, I, was, I was amazed. It was incredible. You, you, you're going to have micro victories and micro losses every time you clap hands. Now, maybe you end up tapping the guy out, but I guarantee you there were things you attempted that on first attempt, they failed. And that's yeah. a micro loss. Yeah. Every, every, I could go against a white belt and in one minute, one, yeah. one microsecond, he beat me at something, something sure. that I was intending to successfully pull off and he right. thwarted that. That's a victory for him and a loss for me. So yeah. if you can, if you can roll with even lower belts like that, you can win, you can yeah. build. If you put, put everything that you do under a microscope, you can hone it, you can refine it, you can make it better, but it forces you to look in the mirror and yeah. say, wow, in that one moment, that person bested me. Yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a big mirror to hold up to yourself every single day. Yeah, it's a huge gift. And, you know, I, I think the second question other than, you know, like kids and this and that is a lot of people will message me and they're like, uh, am I too old to start? You know, which I always tell everyone the same thing. First of all, never ask a human being that question, because if you ask an asshole and they give you a stupid answer, you may miss out on something incredible in your life. So only ask yourself, do you want to do it right? Um, you know, so it, like if a guy who was like 55 or 50 said to you, hey, Sean, I'm interested in jujitsu. What do you think? You know, what would your advice well, be to him? Well, first of all, my, my advice is that's like uh I want to get married. 
you know, I would say, well, what, what kind of person are you interested in? Yeah. I want to train jujitsu, you know, back in the nineties, that meant one thing. Now yeah. it doesn't, it means a myriad of different things. And for, to answer your question, you know, I, I, I will agree with a part of what you said and disagree with part, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I, you're, you're, you're saying, and this is not to get, to get argumentative, but basically you're saying is there is no too young age, just do it. I will say this, depending on the type of jujitsu that you elect to pursue, there is an age that you are too old. If you want to pursue ascending the ranks of a style that is based on speed as opposed to control, mm-hmm. you're probably, you're probably going to get stopped right. because, because speed and explosiveness and athleticism are things that are diminishing as we age. Yeah, like if a, you want to pursue a control-based yeah. game, then add, by all means, if you're 60, rock on, do it. But if you want to pursue a speed-based game, if somebody that's 60 comes to me and I start showing them the way to pass open guard is with a, tor- a speed-based Toriando pass, shame on me. Shame yeah. on me. Right. That, that pass is going to work until your explosiveness and your ability to change direction goes away. And yeah. suddenly now, if that's the only pass you know from open guard, suddenly you're a white belt. Suddenly yeah. you got to go, okay, now how do I slow it down and circumnavigate these legs? How do I pass these legs with control? Because now I've been doing it 10 years. I no longer have speed. Suddenly I got a page one rewrite. So my, my, my uh, advice to everybody that starts, learn a style that iterates over time mm-hmm. and that doesn't have any downturn for age and mm-hmm. deficiency because you are going to incur some physical deficiencies as you age. Sure. If you want to do this at 90, pick a game that works at 90. Yes. And that, you know, precisely what you said is the reason why I do jujitsu the way that I do it. The reason that I try to share uh, Henry's jujitsu and the reason he shares Hickson's and you do as well. Um, because to me, even if you're young and you have all those physical attributes, if you train in a physical attribute martial art, it's dependent on those then with every year, you're losing your martial art and you're losing your ability. But if what you do is based on leverage and timing, then you can be old and still deadly. But that, that, that's, that's what's wonderful about this martial art to me yes. is it truly is a mathematical equation. I've never come across any other martial art where you can almost absolutely look at the belt and say, that guy's going to beat that guy. Yeah. The, the, the martial art that it holds more true than anything else, and certainly there are outliers. I'm not saying that every black belt could beat every brown. That's no. certainly not true by any stretch. But it's more true in this martial art than any other martial art. Mm-hmm. And, th- and that's, that's tried and tested on a daily basis. And you answer that question every single day. There yeah. is no theory. We're not pulling punches. We're not like, oh, well, let's go. I'll go, as, I'll go slow. You go slow. No. You're swinging for the fences on the mat in grappling. You're trying to hyperextend my, my elbow. You're trying to collapse my carotid artery. And we have a gentleman's agreement. If I just, if I just flutter that hand, you're going to quit? Okay, you want me to stop? Sweet. Then go 100%. Right. And it's a gentleman's agreement, a handshake that just that, we're going to quit. And that's, that's, that's why you get so good and you can refine these techniques that make it a mathematical equation. Whenever you, you look at somebody else, it's like anytime that you, you, you've spent – I don't know how many years learning how to not only choke somebody from the back, but close the distance without taking damage, circumnavigate all their offense, get to their back and choke them. Not only have you spent probably in, 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 in excess of 10 years, but you've spent in excess of 10 years learning how to do that 
against people that have spent 10 years learning how yeah. to defend it. Yeah. So what do you think the odds are that somebody's going to be able to defend it that's never tried it? No. I I'll give you the mathematical equation. It's zero. Yeah. It's yeah. zero. And it's amazing that, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, but unfortunately, most of, and that's why I appreciate so much what you did in the movie, especially with the fight scenes, the more you talk to people and the more you demo something, you realize people's understanding of fighting and when they see a demo or a technique comes from what they understand from a movie. Like they think, oh, when you get shot, the, the body goes flying back 15 feet or something like that. Yeah, of course. And, you know, uh, or if they're shot, they instantly are ended. That's it. The guy instantly dies because that's what yeah. you see in a movie. They don't realize yeah. like, oh, no, some people get shot six times and keep coming forward and, and you know, can still kill you. Right. Um, the same thing with fights. Like I put up, you know, the old school wrist lock. If the guy's got his hand on your chest, you put your hand over, lean in. Right. Yeah, and yeah. Okay, and my head is on the opposite shoulder, right? It's like on the so, 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 so you don't get hit. Okay. I, again, how much shit did I eat? Guys are like, yeah, well, you're getting lit up with his other hand. Because it's put on fast. The guy's wrist's exploding. My head's past your shoulder. You're not punching cross body effectively. You can't do anything. There's so much still that is... Uh, these martial myths that I thought were going to be exploded when UFC one, two, and three happened. I thought, okay, wow. Now everybody's been shook violently from their slumber. There's nowhere to hide. All of these myths are being exposed. The idea of tapping here and then touching there and the guy's balls vibrate and then falls asleep. Um, this is all going away. But the truth is, look where we are. Look how many years later. And we still have a lot of this. And uh, it's strange. So when I saw your, you know, your movie and how you crafted it, I was like, okay, if people are learning from movies and people put this in movies, this is going to do a lot of good. And you did it in a way where it is so entertaining. It's exciting. Like not one of those fight scenes, you're not like, you know, sitting like that in your chair going, you know, like they're freaking exciting. And I hope that not just um, the people that watch and enjoy it, but people that are making movies should take note and go, no, no, man, you can do it. You can bring in like legit guys to explain to you what's what. And people are going to respond because, man, you nailed it. It's it, those are some of the most exciting fight scenes. I told every martial artist I know, I've been like, since I watched the movie, I'm a pain in the ass. It's five I'm like, dude, did you see it yet? And I'm like, no, I have a life. I'm working. Fuck off, dude. I'll watch it soon. I'm like, no, watch it tonight and then message me tomorrow. I want, I want to see what you think of the fight scenes. They're like, dude, it's like, I, I, I like, can I watch it on the weekend? No, rent it, rent it tonight. I'll call you tomorrow, you know? And uh, yeah, because it, it's killer. And they must have been fun. Was it like, did it, was it as fun to film as it was to uh, watch? Yeah, I, I, you know, every, everybody on every film says this was a dream come true. This was, a, but, but, but this, this was, you know, I wrote this about one of the things I love more dearly than anything that at least is not living and breathing. Mm -hmm. And uh, for, for, to, to be able to stay true to the jujitsu that I love, and I, I will say this, I'll go on record and say my, my, my inbox is filled with people saying, wow, thank you for representing the martial art correctly. But every time I do a podcast like this, I have guys saying, oh, that old school crap, I would 
I would barambolo you and I would like, mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, 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 hey, <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, so it, it, it pisses the cross section of people off as well. But, uh, and, and, and like I said, you know, I, I think there's a place for every martial art, depending on what you want to achieve with your martial art. It, 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 it will, I would direct you in a very different style and a pathway to pursue it. And I, I, there's a reason to put somebody at every single academy, yes. but it's just not what I teach. I teach a very specific style for a very specific mission statement. So to be able to put that on the screen and, and, and not to rehash, but I didn't know how it would be accepted because mm-hmm. there, there aren't any really big dynamic throws or entries into submissions. And, right. and I'm, I'm grateful. I'm flattered that there are enough guys out there that uh, appreciated it. And it spoke to them, man. I'm, to be honest, I, I'm, I was on the fence. I didn't know how, but, mm-hmm. but I wanted to do, I wanted to present that lady I fell in love with. Yeah. At Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu that Henry and Hickson showed me that made me go, yeah. what is this sorcery? And that's hopefully what I, what I put on the screen, man. Absolutely. You have a nice cameo in there by a very famous uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uh, instructor. Have you ever uh, had a chance to train with him? Uh, Henzo. Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, many times. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, Henzo, Henzo's probably the best human in jujitsu. I'll tell you, man, in 2016, you know, I, I met him in 03, maybe I was a purple and I met him in 03. Um, I was uh, working in New York and, you know, for everybody out there that knows, uh, you know, Hickson lost his oldest son. He ended up going back to Brazil mm-hmm. and uh, which is completely understandable. Uh, so at that point I was in New York, New York. So I started training, under the Henzo lineage yeah. at, at Henzo's Academy in Manhattan. Was, was that um, the newer one or the one above the methadone clinic? Uh, the, the, the newer one. Yeah. The, I, I, and I believe it was right around the methadone time that he had just opened the blue basement, but it was the yeah. blue basement. I, I had been, I had been to the one above the methadone clinic. Yeah. And let me tell you, that's the first time I met Henzo. I go walking into the elevator, two junkies, no sign on the building. One, uh, the junkies is like this, looking down at the other one and goes, I haven't seen you for a while. And the little one's like, I had to back off. And I'm sitting there in the elevator like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm in the wrong place. You know, elevators open. Henzo's there. You know, I've never seen him. He's never seen me. You never are welcomed by another human being until you've been welcomed by Henzo. Right? Like, is this guy that, the, like you one said, the best, one the of the nice best guys in the industry. Yeah. yeah, nice guy. Lot- and so, okay, so you were at you. So you started training while you were living in New York. You trained. I was, at saying, I was saying in 2016, <clears throat> I wrote a book, and uh, I, I I'm not a I don't I don't ask people for favors. I'm just not that kind of guy. And for the first time in my life, I emailed a handful of people whose opinions I respected, and I said, "Hey, would you read this before I got it published?" And uh, just offer a blurb, whether it's positive or negative, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, you really find out who your true friends are. I probably sent it out to. 100 people, uh, 10 people responded back. Henzo was the first. Nah. And it's not like, I, I, I don't think I'd ever sent him an email before in my life. Right. And I did this in 2016. I, 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 I last time, when I first met him was 2003. I've never sent him an email ever. That was the first one. And he responded and he sent, read it. And me, he said, absolutely, send me the manuscript. I'd love to read it. And he sent me a blurb back. The next time I called him was for this film. 
And I said, hey, man, I'm doing this. It's uh, really my love story to jujitsu. Would you like to? Yeah, my friend! Didn't even finish. This. I, and, and, he, and he was on set. Awesome. I'm like, man, that is an authentic dude. Yeah. That is an authentic dude. Yeah. Uh, he, he is so, he's so awesome. That, that was one, like the first guy where I actually got to go down to an academy. And uh, the fact, I think that he was so welcoming and it, you can see it, it starts from the top down. His, everyone on the mat that day, all killers, you know, Matt Sarah was there training all these killers, you know, they were so nice to me and so careful with me that it showed me that that's how, you know, your school should be. That that's, yeah, that's, of course, how, man. you know, like he didn't act like a big shot. He can't, he was like, my man, how are you? I thought he was talking to somebody else. I was like, I'm good. Hi, I'm from Montreal. Like, I, I don't know any jujitsu really. Like, can, can I do a class? Of course. Takes me in the back, waits for me, lets me get changed and everything. Walks me over to the mat where everyone's beating the shit out of each other. Like, you know, you described earlier, puts his arm around me. He goes, hey, everybody. This is Sean. He's from Montreal. Okay. Fresh meat, you know, and <laughs> guys, guys start training. And these guys, you know, like, I mean, you remember when the back in the days when the guys had the Cyclone rash guards Yeah, man. and they're all like, just, you know, no neck traps, yeah. pushing their ears forward. Ears look like Danishes, you know, I rolled with one guy before we roll and you, you'll know this move. This is how, you know, if a guy's been training with Brazilians for a long time, we're about to roll. He blows his nose in his rash guard right? Blows his nose. Only thing I could think to do was to, you know, put him in guard and just squeeze and hold on for dear life. He postures up and he goes, you know, jujitsu. And I'm like, no, man, I really don't. Don't kill me. You know? <laughs> and I had the, I had the best time and, and, and that kind of welcoming and that kind of attitude of being like a super chill guy who's so happy that you want to learn jujitsu seeing that from Henzo was amazing. And then seeing him in your movie, it was like, ah, it's like the perfect, you got the perfect guy to be in there, you know? Yeah, he, he, he's, yeah. a, he's, he's a good dude, man. A good yeah. dude. Like from awesome. top to bottom, just an authentic and genuine. That's, yeah, it's so good. I, I think your timing now with the movie is great. You know, there's so many people now, like we're all stuck with COVID and all these restrictions and everything. And everybody's like, hey man, what should I watch? What should I watch? And it's like, oh, if you want to watch something. And I, I think it's like, if you're a martial artist, you want to watch it. It doesn't matter what martial art you do. You don't have to be into jujitsu. This is like an awesome fight story. It's an awesome, you know, character's life story, kind of like a Rocky story in a way. Um, that's great. You'd watch it just for that. And then even if you're not a martial artist, you want to check this movie out because it's a great story. It's just the, you know, it's, it's so well I appreciate done. it, brother. I appreciate yeah, it, man. I, I think you did an awesome job with it, you know, and I think people are really going to enjoy it. I think martial artists are going to love it. I think everyone else is going to enjoy it. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's unbelievable. I'm, I'm super glad that, uh, you know, you were able to get it together. I can only imagine how, you know, throughout the years, what a Herculean effort it's been to get this greenlit and to get the funding for it. You, 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 you honestly have no idea. It's, uh, and, and to stay true to this, because, you know, everybody says, well, how about if they yeah. hit a sidekick? Could we just do a cut or hook kicks? Yeah. You know, and you're yeah. thinking, uh, I yeah. don't know how to say this, but uh, that is a deal breaker for me, you know, and it's hard to, to say when somebody wants to give you enough money to make a film and you, you, you have to say that's just, it's just, that's just not the movie that I want to make. He, he, he can't be a, a karate guy, you know, yeah. it's, uh, 
it's 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 going to be a little uglier, a little slower, a little yeah. more methodical, and you know, so I'm I'm grateful that uh, you know the, the 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 way that I ended up uh, getting this made. There's an oil company, Lucas Oil Products. They're race cars, Lucas Oil. Yeah. Um, Forrest Lucas, um, his wife Charlotte, and his son Morgan Lucas. They're the ones that took a shot on me, man. Wow. And uh, the, the, they're, they're the people that read the script. They fell in love with it. And they said, now, nah, we believe in this story. So, man, it's... Uh, That's awesome. I, 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 Morgan Lucas, I'm super grateful to him for, for letting me stay true to, 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 to my vision and, and to really realize a dream, man. Yeah. You know? No, that's amazing, man. And congratulations. It's just awesome. And thank you, thank you so brother. much for coming on, talking jujitsu, talking about the movie. For people that want to check it out, obviously, where can they find it? You know, it's still in theaters, uh, at least in the States. Uh, mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, depending on the state's restrictions, sure. you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of theaters in Texas, a lot in Florida. Uh, there, there's, there, I, even in L.A., there's, they're showing it like the, the, the drive-in in City of Industry. It's, cool. You can find it in theaters, but... It's available on all streaming services, you know, Amazon Prime, Apple TV, uh, all the places where you rent, you stream movies. Um, and I would like to say, say that if you do happen to see it, anybody, anybody out there, mm -hmm. please shoot me a Facebook message or an Instagram message and let me know your thoughts, man. Any other film that I do, I, I like getting feedback, but yeah. none is as important as this, man. I, I, positive or negative please just reach out to me let me know what you thought because it is it's honestly from my heart man and it's one of the one of the things that's most important to me uh, obvious obviously the 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 truth proof is in the pudding because it's what i'm going to leave for my kids it's one right. of the most important things that i can leave behind they can say daddy gave me this mm -hmm. so uh, i hope hopefully that came through on the screen and man if you guys check it out reach out to me and scream positive or negative man that's awesome i'm gonna keep driving everyone crazy and bugging all my friends to see it and uh you know doing lives on tiktok telling everyone to go check it out <laughs> and, uh, i'm flattered I'll, brother i'll forward you their messages i'll also forward you my hate mail daily from now on with guys telling me uh, that you can't uh, you know stop a person from punching by bridging and uh you know that wrist lock would never work because the other person has a hand and he will just smack you upside your head. So you're getting all of those from now on. That's going to be your mistake for ever answering my messages. I've heard them all before, man. I've heard them all before. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you so much. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pause the recording in a second. I thank thank you for coming on. I'll bug you for two more seconds off off uh, the recording. Thanks again, Sean. It was an absolute pleasure. God bless you, brother. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you.